Welcome back, everybody, to Out of Reese's Podcast. I'm your host, Reese Chalvis, and we have a very special guest today. He's a part of the crew, the YouTube crew that I'm, you know, trying to build here on YouTube. Uh, Christian. I'm very special indeed. Or you could or you could call him Rob Double X Twelve. That's another term he goes by very commonly. Or Mal West. <laughs> yeah, Mal West. So we shot a vi- we shot a Minecraft video a few years back. So that's where the Rob Double X Twelve came from. But so how you doing, man? Pretty good. I'm uh, very tired. But oh yeah, me too. That's that's what happens when you are staying up to three and four in the morning clubbing <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> but nah, this man sent me a video of him at the club because i told a girl i was going to be at the club but i didn't feel very good so i was like <laughs> you know what just send me a video bro i'm gonna post on my story <laughs> and it's like the club getting lit everyone's like yeah yeah music's pounding and everyone's like jumping up and down it's pretty great let me tell you it worked what'd she say she didn't say a word. That's when she hears this podcast. And she like, oh, I should have hit this boy back. But not, but then I'm she's just, seen I'm you on the playing. podcast and she's like, hey, yo, I'm going to hit this boy. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we were actually trying to shoot a YouTube video a few weeks back that you still want to be a part of, right? So if you guys have heard of rejection therapy, I've kind of talked about this a little bit on previous podcasts, but essentially the, the base idea of it is... <sighs> You train yourself to get rejected so that, or no, sorry, sorry. You you train yourself to be used to rejection so that when you get rejected in the future, you don't care as much or you don't get hurt as much. And so the game I bought is these uh, playing cards called Rejection Therapy where it gives you a challenge that you have to do once a day. And your goal is to be rejected. You win if you get rejected. So we were going to actually go out to like downtown Salt Lake and go play with the cards and the whole crew was each going to play one card or pull one card and go do the challenge. And then we kind of just cycled through doing these different public challenges that are just, it's literally the stuff like one of them was like, take a sip of someone or ask if you could have a sip of someone's drink or go ask a girl out on a date or something like that. Right. Like it just, just different challenges like that. Nothing that hurts you or the other person, just wholesome challenges to get rejected. And we're gonna like keep a score counter. Whoever gets the most rejections, basically wins. And it was gonna be fun. So we still plan on doing that eventually. If you guys want to go check out the YouTube channel, just Reshalvis on YouTube. So I, I'll, I'll just start out by saying like on the Reshalvis channel, I want to essentially form together this crew of people such as Christian and several other of my friends who you will see in the future and on this podcast doing, you know, different challenges and just fun videos uh, and documentaries. Like right now I'm working on a music documentary uh, featuring like Royal T, Zenotic. You just saw him on the podcast at the Royal T show and his own personal podcast I did with him uh, a little bit ago. So be sure to check out for that. Um, I was just thinking, I got, I actually have some artists that I could like be like, yo, you want to be on a podcast? Like, like just locally here in Salt Lake? Not even in Salt Lake, like local, but more where I'm from. I live in Heber right now. Um, like Park City, Park City area. Yeah. I got some 
artists that would definitely be down for that. That'd be sick. Eventually, I, eventually, I, I do want to get multiple mics, like three to four microphones, and just have like a cool like group podcast. And yeah. then eventually, the end goal, you know, with everything is I, w- I really want to have a, a just a massive podcast of like eight people, and it's just us just hanging out, you know, just talking, like no preparation. It's just us having a conversation and we just do it like once a week or something like that cigars cigars lots of lots of uh big smoke big smoke <laughs> smoke smoke cast but so what are what are some of your ambitions that you want to that you're that you're looking forward to reaching in the in the near future and the distant future um i mean you know I like i i do music and as of lately i like i've been very quiet about that i feel like i show some people i mean i show you some stuff right but like i'm just kind of working on like a different sound or like multiple different sounds and like i know i only show like probably like two people a lot of stuff but i kind of just keep that on lock right now because i don't know that's just what i'm feeling right now so is it like what is do you know particularly why you keep that on lockdown is it because you're not ready to show people your your pro- your production and what you what you're mm. bringing. Not necessarily. Cause or like, are you nervous about what people might think? Nah, I. I mean, if someone doesn't like it, I'm just like, all right, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like. Well, but but, but now, when some people do say they don't like it, and they have like actual advice. Do you like take that and be like, oh, okay, that you makes gotta, sense. You got to hear that. Right. You got to hear that. Because I, I feel like there's a huge difference in just saying that's not doesn't sound good, bro, versus I don't like this because of this. Yeah. Or like, you like, know? what do you think about replacing this drum or adding this, this snare? Because then it's like, okay, that's valuable because it's something to actually chew on. Whereas some, right. somebody might be like, yo, that's trash. <laughs> be like, all right, well. I'm, I'm glad that uh, you were comfortable sharing that opinion with me. Right. <laughs> yeah. And comfortable to like almost quite literally talk down about your work, in, but in a, in a positive way that like in a way that you can improve from, you know? Yeah. And that's like, I feel like as a creator myself, I mean, not, not particularly music, but like just anything I have like hearing negative reception and feedback about your work despite when you ask for it like like, at least for me when i'm asking for negative feedback like hey what do you think what didn't you like about this especially when it's things i thought people would like and they say oh i didn't like this or that Mm. it still hurts but i really appreciate it because i'm like okay now i know how to improve but it still can affect me inside either way i think that's just kind of how humans are naturally I mean, you there's, know. there's like that part of you that's like, oh, well, I want people to like what I do. Right. Like, I want, I want to be accepted, but you can't please them all. So, like, you know, <clears throat> it doesn't really matter. <clears throat> um, plus, like, if one person doesn't like my music, I mean, like, that's not the only thing I'm going for. I'm not trying to just become a musician or like, you know, because that's one of my biggest, biggest goals, but. It's definitely kind of in line with like that psychology stuff I was talking to you about. Cause like, and you, you've done a lot of research on like psychology, haven't you? Yeah. Like, man, reading, reading gets you far, bro. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Let yeah. me tell you. You can learn um, so much. Yeah. Like neuroscience and um, 
behavioral psychology is like so like I don't know it's just fascinating and like that kind of goes hand in hand a little bit with music because like I look at the what the social norms are like the hierarchy in music industry and it's like I don't know like you know how everything kind of there's like an era in every I see it like every decade kind of like there's like a new era of artists and music and like social social views because if you think about it like music really does shape society like these people are influencers and like i just look at music today and i'm just like mm, i don't know the, <laughs> it, it's almost like there's certain music stereotypes and that these stereotypes were formed because of these music of these like genres of music you know like like if you look at metalheads it's like peop- there's a certain stereotype behind metalheads not saying that they're all true or anything but but there's definitely like an overall like just point of view on people who listen to metal music and then people who listen to rap music and then people who listen to just like classic jazz or something you know like there is there's just different genres and stereotypes that follow these different genres and i think genuinely have a huge imp- like one of the biggest impacts on society more than most things, you know? Yeah. Well, and, like, a lot of that is <clears throat> people will, like, put themselves under a label, even if they're like, oh, I don't do that. I don't I do not do labels. It's like, all right, well, right. you're wearing the clothes, <laughs> like, for the for the fit, the genre. Exactly. I, you I, got the long hair and you listen to Metallica. Or <laughs> you got the chain and you listen to Cardi. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, I don't... I, that's like part of what I'm like, I don't care. That's part of why I'm kind of revising like the way I sound and like, it's been cool. And a lot of that does come from, okay, well I'm going to work on my writing because there's stuff that's engraven in my mind that I don't want to be there because of my recent involvement, I guess, with like just the culture. Right. You know, it actually just got me thinking like, how there's like a whole new era of music every decade or so, right? We have the eight, 70s, 80s, 90s, and per specific genres and such, and then new genres. It got me thinking how part of the reason it changes so much every 10 years is because you have the vast majority of artists trying to essentially recreate the same type of music they're influenced by. But then you have the the few artists, the smaller percentage of artists who are trying to innovate and be unique. And they're the ones who I feel like at the end of each decade are the ones who really change the music industry for the fall coming upcoming decade. And and that's that's really seems why we have these different eras, you know, in music. Yeah. People trying to innovate and bring up new genres and such. And like I see like, you know, when I think of it like that, I almost think of like a line. You have like this decade, this decade. You just keep going, and it's like as you go forward, there's still pieces from each decade. Right, right. Because like you got bands like, like Pink Floyd, in the in the late '60s, '70s, even the '80s, and then you have bands like, like uh, Nirvana or Pearl Jam. Uh, then you got Kanye West. Like you have these people that have like put so much put so like they've just i don't know they changed the game because of their different approaches to the genre that they were in like you know what i mean I right guess, i guess when i say nirvana i'll leave out pearl jam because they're pretty i don't know 
Nirvana was a bigger deal, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, nah, like, and people hold on to that, and you can kind of see that, like, just the way that the the world has changed. Like, everybody's got like, you know, you got that group of people that's like listening to grunge and like indie and all that, right? You know, and then got people that are listening to like rap and maybe they listen to old school but that's almost two different communities itself but well i like i like to imagine like what if you brought several different genres and songs from this decade back to like the 50s and the 60s and stuff you know like people would be like they'd either be like whoa this sounds amazing what is this or they'd be like what is this garbage you know just because there's such a culturally difference in the style of music from then versus now that who knows what they might think they could think this is good or this is terrible, you know? And it's, um, and it's just cause they're so used to what they're listening to back then. Cause there wasn't really much kind of rap or, or, or hip hop back in the forties and fifties, you know, it was, it was a lot more. Yeah. I mean, I think like <laughs> it would just take some people some time and then there'd be like a total eargasm. Like they hear it and they're like, well, yo, but only if we <laughs> yeah. had our sound systems to give them. Right. And they're sitting with their old, like, what is it? The thing you crank? It's, it's like, like a analog, record. Like... It's like a record player, but it's got the big horn looking <laughs> thing. Uh, when you when I think of that, I just think of SpongeBob. His yeah. record player that he has. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, I mean, I don't know. I'm not being super eloquent with my words right now, but. The idea for me is like, okay, well, I just started listening to indie this year, and I, I like, I was sleeping, bro. That genre is crazy, and I can kind of see where the like, the morph is between like some of hip hop, some of indie, some of rock. Like, right. It's not, you know, you don't got a table with a bunch of different bowls of sauce. You got big, big bowl of soup. Dude, indie's become a lot more popular in recent years too. Yeah. Seeing these artists come up and you like just seeing how many listeners they have each month on just Spotify alone is like crazy. Like there's a specific artist I can think of, absolutely amazing. He goes by Los Retros. Oh, have you heard of him? That's familiar. Absolutely one of my favorite indie artists and he he's like starting to really pop off, you know. Mm-hmm. I just recently found him like earlier this year too. It's yeah, it's the the energy is what I like <clears throat> and um, like you can really feel that, that music, I guess. And there's so much more to it because indie is still like one of few genres that still is made up of bands. Like not every single, not all of it's like bands. Like some people like produce like indie beats or right. whatever. Right. But like, bro, I don't know. Nothing will ever beat a band. Like, I don't care what anybody's opinion is on that. <laughs> like nothing will beat a band. Like, like like multiple people yeah. versus just one solo artist doing all of his own stuff. Yeah. And like, I mean, that's what I want to do. I'm kind of, uh, this coming week I'm going to be meeting up with this girl that I've been friends with for a while. She, she's been in a few bands. Um, I wasn't as open. What does she to, play? Uh, she plays guitar Oh, okay. and she sings. She got a really good voice and like, I don't know. It just kind of popped into my head. Like, I think I was just in the shower and I'm like, you know what? I need to hit her up and like actually send it because she's invited me to a studio multiple times and i've just that's that's so cool yeah i've I've just been like um i don't know or like it just didn't work out and like we're gonna do that on um i can't remember what day it was probably i think it was wednesday 
um, but it didn't work out, but you know, that's how it be though. That's how it is with music. It's like, it's going to work out the way that it's supposed to when it's supposed to. And that's when you're going to make your best. Like that's when you're going to make your best. Right. You know what I mean? You just kind of got to let it happen with, with, you know, within means like you got to still put the effort in. (laughs) Right. You can't just be like, all right, I'm going to make a song vibe on the couch. I mean, okay. (laughs) Kind of, kind of around like just making a song. I feel like, I feel like we're in such a weird era right now of music because back then it wasn't so easy to get your hands on equipment to make music. And now all you need is a laptop mm-hmm. and you can even just download free software. Maybe it won't be the best software, but anybody can literally just make sounds now. And like whether whether it sounds good or not, it still doesn't change that. There's just anybody can make a song now, you know, yeah. just because of our easy access to that kind of technology even on our phones right you can download apps on your phone that just throw together you can throw together a random beat and sounds together and make music and that's why i think that's why i feel like we've seen the most pop-up of genres in and new types of styles and music is because of how much more access the world has to just making music yeah in today's generation and era <clears throat> oh yeah exactly because like and like that's that goes along with something I say all the time like your greatest blessings are your greatest curses like cuz like that's such a good thing like you have so many different perspectives and visions that people got and are are putting out there for the world to see to to like be heard you know but at the same time you also got a lot of trash music kind of like well and and that's just that's just normal to come with yeah with with this much with this much saturation of music well, There's definitely going to be good stuff and just a lot of bad stuff. Yeah, like everybody's got to everybody's got to have fun. Right. And that's what a lot of it is. I mean, even some people that are get kind of big, they're like, "Oh, this kind of was just starting out to be for fun, you know, like as a hobby." And like, I don't know, it just it's cool. Like I'm glad things are the way that they are cuz you know, you do have artists that you know, I have my my way of thinking. Other people have their way of thinking, and like it's just so interesting that like it doesn't matter who you are, like you can pop off like that. Yeah, like, you exactly. Can, you can be heard if you know uh, the right people. You know the marketing strategies that are going to work for you in that moment in time with that song. Like, there's so many factors, but it's like it's still easier. You know, ease of access. I mean. And if you don't know how to do something, what do you do? Right. You, you know. Also, with on the whole, like, kind of, there's a lot of bad music. If it, w- there wouldn't be so much good music if it wasn't for the bad music mm-hmm. because there really needs to be that comparison. Yeah. You know, because how, how can everything be good if there's no comparison for what's considered bad? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's a good perspective because it's like, you know, it gauges, it helps me gauge where I'm at because I like hear, like, you know, there's stuff I really don't believe in that ought, that some people do, which is fine, you know, to each their own. Right. But, like, it just helps me, like, see, like, where I'm at with, like, how I feel about things. I'm like, okay, this person's doing that, you know, they can do them. And I kind of, like, use that to, like, check myself, like, what am I doing? Like, because we're all doing stuff that, you know, we all have our morals, but we're all definitely kind of cheating them a little bit at some <laughs> right. sometimes, you know. So it kind of helps me check that, like, 
um, what drugs am I doing? You know, I shouldn't be doing, I shouldn't be doing anything that's going to like hurt my body, you know? Cause like I used to have a big problem with that, like in 2020 and I don't know, that was a whole thing, but like, yeah. Or just like what I'm saying, I guess, I don't know. I'm kind of going off right now. No, no, I, I, I get what you're, I get what you're saying. Um, kind of, a I, I had a question for you cause since you're kind of going into psychology and such, so you, you plan on going to school for that, right? Like, are you still kind of debating on that or have you like, are you going to go? I'm going to go. It's just a matter of when and where. I mean, I have an idea of where I'll go. I think I'll probably end up at the University of Utah and then see if anything takes me to another school, whether it's national or international. Um, but yeah, no, my, my end goal with psychology is uh, doctorate for sure. Because if like with psychology, it's like, you know, that's cool if I want to like help, you know, talk to people about their issues, but I'm trying to do some research. I'm trying to, right. I'm trying to break, I want to do some groundbreaking on, on some stuff. Cause you know, we don't really understand that much about the human brain. I mean, you know, everybody has their theories and stuff, but we, it's like, we know so little about it. Like, we're, like actually we, all we, I feel like we know how like neurons work and stuff, but like the actual, like the really in-depth parts of our brain, like we just, don't understand we, we don't even understand what on a scientific level we don't even understand consciousness mm-hmm. you know and it, that's i mean that that's a whole topic i have planned for another podcast so i don't I'm not i don't want to go into the consciousness today but with, with you with your with your knowledge of psychology that you've personally studied and such why would you say music influences and affects the human population as much as it does that is super oh i know it's, it's a, a deep one <laughs> um <clears throat> you might have to have me you might have to have me on and talk about this again specifically but i mean i don't know people are pretty impressionable i'm pretty impressionable you know if i think something's dope i'm probably gonna be like all right I kind of want that or right. I'll, you know, someone, there's like someone you look up to, I guess. Like we, we talked about that. Like if someone looks up to someone, they're like, oh, I want to be like them. I want to have this car, like, you know, whatever. Um, people see that and they see someone who has, has it all figured out. Right. Cause that's kind of what Hollywood and like the music industry does. Um, because that's like you're selling a product right. essentially um well when it when you come to when it comes to like looking up to somebody there's definitely been genres of music like and i can give some examples uh like lo-fi type music i don't you I, i've listened to probably hundreds of hours of of lo-fi music but i couldn't n- really name any lo-fi artists because i don't follow it like that but but that lo-fi genre just strikes with me so much just in my mind and with my body like it just it's it, i feel like it's a huge part of how, like just different parts of me like how i can relax and and just think and just think clearly but you know there's not any particular lo-fi artists that i look up to because mm-hmm. of them i just enjoy the music so much but i do not follow the artists you know so i yeah. couldn't name lo-fi artists well not something cool about <coughs> genres that are more those are like humble genres like if you think about it, it's a genre that doesn't that isn't involved with the rock star, 
like the superstar. Right. You know, there's, there's often not even lyrics in lo-fi yeah you know yeah and if it is it's like ad-libs and stuff it's more like hey this is a banger respect to the producer bro yeah you know what i mean like that's not that's actually so that's a the respect to the producer that's such an interesting way to put it because throughout most decades of music that that are recorded it's usually been it's usually been looking at the vocalist the 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 main singer the artist who's behind Mm -hmm. it right and and like like the Beatles, when you think of the Beatles, you don't usually think of, or or like if if you think of rock music, right? Usually you think, I feel like most people I've talked to at least will usually have their bands and the and the artists within those bands pop into their head. Like say like like rock, you have Green Day, like punk rock, right? You have like Green Day, Blink One Eighty Two, and when I think of those bands, it just like Billy Billy Joe Armstrong pops into my head he's the main you know the lead singer behind green day or red hot chili peppers you know and so it's it's like you usually associate these music genres with your favorite artists and such who who, like you can visualize what they look like sound like and such but with genres like lo-fi especially when you're someone who just listens to it like me and doesn't know the artist you just you almost think of it as like a as like just a spectrum of of ambience and and just beautiful sounds that you can just envelop your mind in and you're not particularly thinking of an idol or a or a person it's just and so i i, I like that kind of perspective you have on it saying it's a much more like humble genre mm, yeah such. like with you saying that like i just think about <clears throat> you know um i don't have a problem with like any specific genre at all because there's no reason to that's just music you know but you have like subliminals. It's the subliminal messages that are like sinking into your into your mind. Like, right? You know, it's like eating junk food versus healthier food. You know, like I used to listen to whatever, but like I kind of just pay attention to like, all right, well, what is this dude talking about? Is he talking about like how much better he is than other people, <clears throat> and like how big his woman's boobs are? Like, right right i don't really care bro you know it just it, it makes me kind of sad for like that that person because it's like that's his biggest flex i i, I wonder it, it makes me wonder if there's like if you could consider and again I, I like i like to say the word spectrum because i feel like most things are on a spectrum more than most people like to think but but like that kind of side of things is like i wonder if you could call it like ego music or something you know what i mean because usually there's there's a there's it goes deep enough to where people will essentially have such an ego above their head that they they feel like ego music. Yeah, no, th- let me explain. Let me explain. That sounds fire. Right. Yeah, I, I, I just thought of that. But it's like they just rap about themselves, their life of riches and, and girls. And you know what I mean? And they're like, oh, I'm doing all these drugs. I'm doing I'm doing all these women. I'm. I'm living this rich life, traveling here, you know, riding in my foreign and all that. And then you got, you know, then it, it can kind of, it's, it is like a spectrum. It kind of can start going into where they kind of rap about that or, or kind of sing about that or kind of, you know, whatever genre it is that they're, they're singing. And, and then it can go straight down to where they're not singing anything. It's just some sound and music, you know what I mean? And, and it's just, I guess, kind of where you pick what on the, on the spectrum where you resonate with it's like that's likely kind of where your influences are probably coming from. Yeah, well, and, like, you can kind of tell whether someone's making music for, 
for the people or for them? Because if they just talk about themselves or like they're like just them or like just their family, then it's like okay, right? All right, but when you got something real to say, then come back to the mic because that's when I want to hear what you have to say. When it's real, like you know, I mean, is but it's weird because like. I remember in high school, people would roast the rappers who had something to say, and the people that didn't, they everybody thought they were fire. <laughs> it's like, what? Because it sounds good? I mean, I get that, but you, that's the only objective. I don't understand what where, where the disconnect is between having something to say and, like, just making something sound good. Something sound incredible. Like, right. You know what I mean? You had bands like that. You did. Like... A lot of that was in the metal genre, in my opinion, or like seventies with like classic rock. Like you have bands that are like, oh, they're saying something real, and they have a really unique sound that, and they have so many layers to their music. There's so like, I mean, you got some some bands have albums that you can flip and play backwards, and it's like, who takes the time to do that? <laughs> but like, they did that because they they could and they cared. The passion right. is there. It's not. All right, let's pop out this song, quantity over quality. Some people even get, are confused with they like they think that it is quality over quantity. They think that they're in that mindset, but they still maybe it sounds good, but they're just they're following the same pattern that everybody's right. following right now. And I don't know, like complicated, <laughs> complicated topic. Like not really, but we'll definitely have to go deeper into it in another episode as well because it's. The thing about music is it's there's so many factors and variables and just such broad it I don't even know if this is a real word but I'm, I just invented this broadativity <laughs> but to music there's just there's so much to music that not only goes into it and what defines music and you know cuz cuz there's really is like a putting labels on things is like kind of dangerous in the sense that like let's let, let's take music, right? I'm 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 gonna just make a sound. I'm gonna snap, right? It's like was that music or no? People would just say that's sound, and then some people could even break it down to well, it's just a very basic root of music. Essentially, right? Just a single sound is just the the root of music, I guess you could say, because because then you start adding other roots to music, like say this, and then like a slap or something like that, and then you can like kind of start start adding stuff, right? And then you start getting a beat, and people would say, oh, that's music. So, so at what point does it actually become music versus just a single solid sound? So I think it's kind of beautiful in the sense that almost any kind form of sound can be considered music because it's essentially the essence and root of what makes up music. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, technically anything auditory. Because, I mean, you can use anything. You could use the sound of a bus crashing into (laughs) like a popcorn factory. Like, I don't know, but, like, you could use any sound. Like, you could use that. What would that sound like? Who knows? My man really said popcorn factory. Maybe we need to figure this out. You know, this could be a unique snare. Dude, I mean, we could definitely... I mean, look, we, we got we got the music set up right behind the camera. We could do that right after this podcast. Yeah. Experiment with popcorn sounds and... Throw down a quick beat of me hitting <laughs> hitting my window with a frying pan. Right. Just a quick, a quick recording, quick iPhone... Pitch it, pitch it down a little bit. Maybe add some reverb. Just yeah, bro. Like, isn't that really all that music is? 
just taking sounds and <laughs> some people right <laughs> like <laughs> uh yeah i mean bro you got like <laughs> people will listen to anything bro <laughs> the, the, so <laughs> there's, there's actually this for, real quick uh, there's this on on that real quick there there's this form of music that surprisingly i like i don't listen to it regularly very rarely do i listen to it but it's kind of nice to just listen to almost as a white noise type music because that's what it kind of feels like but it's called drone metal have you heard of it it's like the i don't even know how to describe it other than this essentially it's like imagine the, the typical like metal guitar sound right they'll play a single note and that single note just plays and plays just so, like just nonstop and then might slowly shift into a higher note and then play for another 30 seconds to a minute then shift into a lower note and it's just like while it's so slow and just very repetitive in that sense it's almost like a nice white noise music that you can just like kind of like zone off to you know it's you don't have to focus on it you don't have to focus on anything it just helps you kind of just like relax and just zone out of the world and enter a new world in your mind or whatever so it's like literally droning is that an actual term droning I guess like it drones on. Yeah, it's That's like interesting. It, it's it's really cool. Um, I can't think of the band that I was listening to, f- like a year ago. But I'll check it out. That's because that's interesting. Because that's another thing. That is my biggest. Actually, that's my biggest thing. Music artists should listen to every single like everything that they can get their hands on. Because especially if you're a producer, because it's like if you're going to be sampling stuff, you know, you don't have to sample. I still still if you're a producer, especially I still believe this to be true. Like you need to be listening to everything like you need to check out like, oh, this album came out in the 50s. All right. I'm going to check it out. So it sounds like, oh, this this is uh, this is a country album. Well, that's tough. I'm still going to listen to it. See what it sounds like. You know, like, it doesn't even have to be, it's just, like, experimenting and be, like, what is this person's angle? Or, like, what is this genre? Like, what do they talk about? You know? And if if you think about it, it's almost like, it's, like, everything is influenced from something else. Nothing is truly 100% original. Mm -hmm. It's definitely can be original in the sense nobody's done this exact combination or, or this type of thing, but it derived this influence for why this thing exists derived from something else yeah you know and and so i think when when you're trying to think how can i create a new type of music i want to be unique bring something original you know saying listen to everything you know just seek inspiration from as much diverse things as you can find because that's where you'll start pulling inspiration from oh i like this about this this about this how can i combine these five six different things from these different topics and and genres to make something unique and then you'll just kind of figure it out you know Mm -hmm. and it'll either sound good or it'll sound bad and if it sounds bad then you start over and try something else yeah you know i think about that what you said like listen to everything just listen to everything listen to everything listen to everything i mean like (laughs) no well like that goes along with everything bro like even politics (laughs) like people that are like all wrapped up with like one one idea and it's like right Yo, listen to everything, bro. Like, right, right. Like, expand your expand your view, right? You know, but or even you're even like financially too. Like, like if you want to be successful, the the most successful people in the world 
probably learned from everything, right? And as many successful people as they could learn from, as many books as they could read, as many things as they researched on, mm-hmm. just different things too. And that's where they found their inspiration to do whatever it is that made them financially successful. Yeah, it's you not. Know? It's not get good at math. It's get good at everything that you can see that you are able to get good at. But how do you know that you can get good at something if you haven't tried it? Now, now there is a there is a line though. There's a certain things that exploring certain t- subjects are. Oh, I, even even then. So I was gonna say exploring certain subjects may not even be related at all to what you're trying to do. But even then, you could still discover something. You know what I mean? You might, you might even still be able to, even if it has nothing to do with what you're trying to work for. There's always little things of inspiration that you might even still be able to take from it and somehow incorporate into what you're doing despite it being completely unrelated. Well, think about this. Think about this. Should a musician know how to garden? This this isn't like a symbolic question. (laughs) I would say, I mean, you can make... Okay, I'm about to make it symbolic. But like, so like, I mean, in... In terms of what most people would say, most people would probably say no because they're trying to focus on music. But like, should a should a a musician garden? Here's why I'd say yes is because maybe they even find inspiration just from being out into the being out in the garden with nature, and they just like it could trigger different just just changing your up your scene, right? Being in the garden versus in the studio can trigger different emotions and responses to those emotions, giving you a different thought pattern, which can then you can derive inspiration from because now you have something more to go off of more emotions that you can write about more experience and stuff. Yeah. So uh, like what I was thinking is like when I ask that question, my answer is yes, but my answer is still yes. If you were to ask about a wall street broker, I would still say yes. They should know how to garden. So just like any anyone you really ask, say should this person know how to garden? They should. They should know how to garden. They should know how to build. Now, 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 can you explain why? Now, now, why specifically garden and not something else like, like, like hiking or or just something else? You know, like what, why specifically gardening? Think about the way our food system works. Somebody, somebody at the top of a. A company, you know, racking in, racking in the hundreds. <laughs> but below them, you have manufacturing and stuff like that. Genetically modified food that's being put into containers and shipped off to grocery stores around the nation. How sensitive of a, of a like, system is that? One thing could go wrong and that's, that's over. Right. So what happens to your success if, you have no way, no means of providing for yourself, no self, self, uh, sustainability. I, I get what you're saying. So you're basically, as soon as that kind of middle person between some of the other steps throughout the process is cut out, the whole thing collapses. It does. And then you have to go back to gardening yourself, pulling your own veggies, right? Pretty much. Now, and And you could look at that metaphorically. And literally, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, well, and there is liter there is symbolism in all things. Like, you know, there is symbolism in the fact that you need to be providing for yourself, right? Like that I mean, 
or or at least know how to provide for yourself especially in the event that's that you're that your chain does break yeah yeah because i mean we live in a time like unprecedented times you know what i mean like you got stuff going on in other nations where you got like actual war and people talking about war threatening it and it's like the threats that are being made would be devastating it'd be so devastating to like everybody involved right i mean you saw that something as simple as as a coronavirus did what it did to the world what happens with a global power that does something like you know releases something more dangerous than that or right you know chemi- whether it's chemical bi- um bio warfare any it could be a number of different things but it's like that's where the learn everything comes in right yeah because success is so like it's a funny word because it doesn't mean being rich except that it does it it doesn't mean being wealthy in the sense of physical money like if you're rich then you're you're set like you're like you're good like you know that you are well off whether it's whether it has to do with money or like the relationships in your life like whatever you know um you know, real quick, back on that, on the, like, uh, the, the chain, the, the process, right? Having from the gardener to the to the store to you or whatever, right? How there's, um, how there's those middle people that if one gets cut out and it collapses the whole chain, I think you see that the most in societies like here, like the United States and, and like just really first world societies because we're so reliant on everything for something right you want to get food okay you go to the grocery store and buy food and someone had you you were relying on someone else selling you the food and you're relying on the fact that somebody trucked drove the food to that store and you're relying on somebody loaded that truck and then you're relying on somebody that somebody you know put the food from the the sacks into the truck right and then you're relying on people who picked the food and then who planted the food and i mean now obviously you can grow your own garden in in the backyard and that's where that's but but for the most part we're relying on everything these these microphones i couldn't make this myself i had to rely on somebody else to make it ship it you know send it to me and then rely you know this couch or whatever yeah yeah and it's like you know I, i really realized that with some different jobs that i've had like oh like i don't know anything and I wish that I did. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, you know, like you feel like it, I don't know, like just when you're learning stuff like that, it's humbling. And that's another mm-hmm. thing is like, if you just get good at something and you're like, oh, I'm the best at this. That's good enough for me. I'm rich. I'm chilling. They keep their money in their account. You know, that's not humbling at all. You know, if you're constantly working on what's next. What's my next way to help provide for the world? What's my next way to, like, give? Like, if that... I don't know. Well, you, even, like... We're even relying on just the fact that our money is printed. Somebody had to print it, right? Or or somebody had to create the software that holds our online money in, in our bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Or 
and then you had to rely on somebody who built the bank <laughs> you know like yeah. it, it's just crazy how much we're how much humans are relying on someone else for stuff nowadays and well, but that's kind of how technology that's that's kind of how society has to evolve if it wants to become more technologically advanced and, and more connected as a society yeah well and there was you know like my car it broke down it had broken down and i was sure that it was the alternator because it made sh- it made sense it was the battery bro <laughs> the battery had my car shutting down while i was driving you're telling me that if an emp hits i can't drive my car <laughs> right right i can't go nowhere unless i hop on a bike <laughs> or walk I'm not going to do that. <laughs> like, you know what why I mean? Not? Why Why don't you want to just walk? Walking's good for you. I mean, nobody's going to EMP my bike. I mean, nobody's going to EMP your legs either. <laughs> <laughs> they both healthy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah, I mean, I don't know. It's a weird world we live in, man. It's weird. It, no, it really is. Like, once... Once you really, like, learn to not only open your mind, but open your eyes, essentially, like, and see how the systems actually work, you kind of realize how the world likes to put on such a... Like a pretty mask. Yeah, like, such a such a fake mask of systematic professionalism, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's... It's essentially what it really boils down to is someone doing something for someone else. And that's how every system works in, in the country, in the world, sorry. Yeah. Is either somebody doing for something else when it comes to, like, government and and just societies. And, you know, e- even, like, even countries where families are still providing for themselves, they're doing stuff for their families, for themselves. It's just... It's, it's just it it makes when you can see the world like that it almost feels like syst- systematic um in integrated systems like that just feel almost fake like mm. like 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 you said like a like a corporate mask or like a you know like it's just kind of weird and 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 you just like but it does i feel like it does help it helps me see the world differently and allows me to know more what i actually want to do with my own you know, free will and free thoughts when you mm. can kind of see the world that way. Perspective. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's... World's crazy. People are crazy. And, uh, I mean, I don't really have much more on that. Yeah. But... that's no. And that's definitely another topic we could go into another day. A lot, a lot deeper into. Yeah. There's... It's... But you know that's we're kind of running out of time for today. Do you have any last thoughts? Um, stay in school. Stay in school. It's good for you. I would say explore everything. You know, try to learn as much as you can. Learn everyone's perspectives and why they have that perspective. You know, because mm-hmm. who knows. If you can learn why people have certain perspectives and as many as you can, you're almost certain to change your own perspective because it opens it's it's you opening your mind more to actually accept, okay, this person has this especially in politics or really anything, it's like this person has this perspective, I disagree with it. 
But now, why does he have this perspective? You know, if you can really just allow them to see why you have this perspective, then, you know. So that's what I'd say. Just open your mind, you know, learn as much as you can from as diverse people as you can, different professions, different really anything. Um, Unity. Unity. Like that. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate this. Of course. Your time and everything. It'll It'll be fun to do one where we're like, you know, we're sitting down. We're like, all right, this is what we're talking about. Yeah. This th- was fun on the fly. This this, like, this was a lot more improvised than most of my podcasts are. Um, you're going to be there this Saturday, November 5th at a... I'm going to try. I really hope you can. I'm going to need the help running this podcast. Yeah, no, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I can. Because Devon dropped out. He ain't going. Okay. Yeah. No, I can see what I can do because I would like to. I would like to be there for multiple reasons. Right. So. But yeah, so... Watch out in the future for the uh, Storm Tour 2 Salt Lake City on November 5th podcast. Going to be interviewing artists like Lebo and a bunch of other local artists from out of state and within state. It's going to be crazy. I'm nervous, dude. I'm nervous about this podcast, but I'm excited. I'm trying not to think about it. (laughs) It, It's going to be fun. It's going to be crazy. I'm glad you're able to do this podcast before you do this one on Saturday if you're able to go because it kind of gives you a taste. Because this is the first podcast you've ever done, right? Mm -hmm. What do you think? pretty cool pretty sick right i mean it would be very scary to be like on a big podcast like imagine being on like joe rogan joe rogan that would be scary although i feel like for if 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 joe rogan was the one interviewing me i'm on his podcast i wouldn't be scared at all because i know he knows how to carry a conversation one-sided if he needs to i'm still trying to learn how to do that just in case i ever have a guest that doesn't know how it doesn't really isn't as responsive as most of my guests are, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's... Yeah, no, that's that's valid. Like, you're going to have people that... I, so I guess not being on a podcast that big is what scares me. What scares me is being the host of a podcast that big, you know? Yeah. Like, can you imagine, like, just interviewing massive people, like... Research, like, field researchers. Right, like or... Musicians, or even writers. Po- political people, you know, like... Oh, dude. That's yeah. crazy. Like, how, how do you... I can't even think how I'd start that conversation. Like, so, what's up? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it's just crazy. But especially when you you're uh, interviewing really vibrant people, right? Like Alex, um, Alex Jones. Yeah, Alex Jones. Dude, that'd be like ins- Kanye, that'd be like, crazy. <laughs> having them on out at Reese's, that'd be insane. Would... It's like, all right, come to my come to my dad's basement. That's where I'm shooting the podcast. Yeah, bro. No, but by, by the time I'm interviewing people like that, I'll have my own studio and right. and stuff. But so, are they going to be seeing you in the future on future podcasts, future YouTube videos? Affirmative. Do you want to plug anything like Instagram? Hmm. Or not yet. You know what? Look me up on uh, Instagram. Mal M A O underscore W S T. Check out my zero posts, but uh, stay tuned. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys for watching. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, it's just out at Reese's. It's spelled R-E-E-S-E-S. It's on Twitter, Instagram, still working on the Facebook. Well, the Facebook's actually live, and I just haven't posted anything except the profile picture (laughs) and stuff. I feel that. But anyways, thank you guys for watching. Hope you guys enjoyed. Like, subscribe, follow wherever you're listening, daytime, nighttime. Have a good one. Peace.